Arizona Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church, welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael. And Pastor Michael, we got a question about prayer today. Here's the question. Is it more effective to pray for individuals by name than to pray for specific groups? I have so many thoughts. I do too. Here's like a question that has always been in my brain. When I pray for like the country. Okay. Like when God hears that, does he change anything? (laughs) When I pray for our president, you know, it just feels like it does feel more specific. Yeah, it is. I feel like God might be more inclined to hear that and respond in some way. Do my prayers when I pray for collective things really change things. So mm. I find myself in in church, you know, at the end of a sermon, you know, I've just talked to a bunch of different groups of people and and I might pray for men, you know, yeah. generically, may the men of the village church. And I've often wondered, I often wonder, I almost every time I pray, there is that question deep down in my brain, how does this work? Because in scripture, generic things are prayed for and it is good and it is right. And it is meaningful, and God does not overlook the generic prayers of his people. And I really appreciated this question. And it makes me ask questions like Is there more benefit to individuals than there are groups? What is effective? Mm. Is effective my heart, my motives? God saying, I like that prayer. Mm. Is mm-hmm. effective manifest in actual physical change for these mass groups of people. So what if I spent my entire life praying for the men of the United States? Is that too generic? Yeah, right. I'm threading you know, a needle here. So when does something become too generic and not specific enough? Right. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I have no good answers. I think there is a place for both. I think there's a place that we p- pray generically For example, as Christians, we pray for our missionaries. Mm -hmm. Generally, we pray for those that are sharing the gospel, or we pray for the men or the women. We pray for a generic group or a larger group of people. I think that's taught in Scripture, but I also think, and I can quote many verses, where Paul says, pray for me. He talks about praying for a specific person or a specific group of people, not a general group, but a specific group. So I think there's room in the Christian life for praying for both. It's not an either or, it's a both and. Mm -hmm. So like someone says, pray for world peace. Uh, That's a little too generic. Why? Why though? That's my question. Like, where's the line? And I think that's okay to pray for, but so what does that mean praying for world peace or praying for the peace of our nation or praying for, you know, a godly country. Those are big prayers, generic. What do you really want God to do in that prayer? Well, I want him to end war and all that kind of stuff. But there's a problem with that because Jesus said it's not going to happen. So we're praying for something that is so generic that the Bible specifically says, um, wrong prayer, that's not going to happen. I've already promised you there will be wars and rumors of wars until I come back. So praying for world peace, sorry, God's already said not going to happen until Mm -hmm. he returns. (sighs) But I do think that the the specific (laughs) prayer for individuals, though, if we're praying for I'll get real specific. We're praying for a particular church in a particular country to reach a particular group of people or to plant a church. 
then we can continue to pray for that and we can see specific results. Mm-hmm. When we're praying for a specific person, say, for example, I have a friend that I, I, I've been witnessing to and, and I'm trying to share the gospel with and I'm trying to point them to the fact that they're a sinner, that Jesus loves them if they will receive him by faith, repent of their sins and accept what he did on the cross then they can be saved. If if I'm praying that kind of prayer, specific prayer for that person, then I know what God is wanting me to do in making uh, mm-hmm. being a part, an active part of that happening. And also I can see what God is doing in that person's life. Are they getting closer, closer to that point of accepting Christ? Are they getting further away? When God answers that specific prayer, then I know he's answered that prayer. When I'm praying for a big generic prayer, uh, I'm praying for the men of the church to be better fathers. Mm -hmm. What does that mean and what does that look like? Again, I'm not saying that it's necessarily wrong to pray Mm -hmm. that generically, but how are we going to see God answer that prayer? Right. So there is precedent for praying for individuals clearly. Yes. Like that's easy. I think this question pushes at what point does generic become unnecessary? Mm. So there's one point which we can say for sure. World peace. Well, that's not God's will right now. That's right. God's will after the second coming. That's right. not God's will now. So you can pray for that. He's not going to give it to you. He's actually promised you the opposite. You made that clear. Mm-hmm. That's good. So we got to make sure that even these big generic prayers are in line with what God wants. Uh, oftentimes, we pray for things that we want, mm-hmm. which is a big problem generically. But let's say we, we really have God's heart you know? So for example, the person actually goes on with this question and they say, if we were to call the church together and pray for Chicago's police force, would it be better to get individuals names and have individuals in the church praying for specific officers? Or can we just call the church to pray for the Chicago police force and have it be just as effective? Like there are these, I think what the person's getting at, which I, I gotta say, I've asked the same question. At what point do we become generic enough that it becomes meaningless? Mm. I'll give you like another category. This may or may not make sense as I go down this path, but people will say, we need a prayer ministry at the village church. Now we have a prayer ministry. We We launch a prayer ministry. Mm -hmm. We pray in community. We pray, whatever. Like there's a prayer email. There's a handful of people who pray all the time. Prayer is integrated into everything we do. But some people have really felt like until there is a prayer weekly prayer time that somehow until that thing happens, it's not effective. Mm. So at what point are we allowed to decentralize that and spread prayer out amongst the masses in different ways? I mean, it really goes down to like, what, what is effective? Is it more effective to have a weekly prayer meeting? or less effective because time is the new money and people don't have time and it's easier to ask them to pray individually. Is it more effective to have a thousand people pray individually or 15 to 20 people show up at a prayer meeting and pray together? Is it more effective to pray individually for people or to pray for a group? If so, when does the group become too big? So we pray for a church, a church in a city. Do we pray for a city? Do we pray for a nation? Do we pray for the world? You know, I got to just say, I really appreciate the question, but I'll, I'll, land myself and then you can land however you want disagree <laughs> i don't know the right answer but this has been like the theme of the last week or two it's like i don't know yeah hard My, questions it is hard these are they're nuanced yeah i appreciate the questions because yeah. they push you and me to go mm-hmm. deeper than just pat answers but here's what i know if my motives are in line with god's motives my prayers are in line with god's heart for the world whether it is individual 
or generic. No prayer will go unheard or unresponded to. I do like to think of prayer for different things like this. There are a whole bunch of things that God will do or mm. would do. And I like to think about like every prayer is like a drop of water. Yeah. So for example, I'm praying for Billy Bob to come to Christ. And let's say it's, uh, I'm, this is a metaphor. So people just sure. sit with me here. And if this doesn't make sense, we'll take it off the <laughs> podcast. Okay. And God has basically said, you know what? When a thousand prayers go up to this person, go up to me for this person, a thousand drops, which equals a liter in this metaphorical cup, you know, I'll move. Mm. And maybe for America to have revival again, maybe it's like a 4,000 liter, you know, a billion mm -hmm, gallon, right. whatever, but every prayer that goes up. And and so God is waiting for the prayers of his people to accumulate sure. in a sense. You know, there, there are things that he won't do until until his people pray. Like James says, I would have done it, but you didn't do it. Didn't, I didn't do it because yeah, you didn't ask. ask. You know, until the people ask, it won't be done. And had the people asked, it would be done. Right. The problem is, like, I might be praying at the very beginning, and God might be waiting for the prayers of his people to accumulate for Billy Bob, mm. and I mm -hmm. might be two or three years removed from it, but my prayer is never irrelevant that God is waiting for the prayers to pile up, if you will. And I know I don't I know that's crass. I know that's hard because we don't really ever know what God's limit is, when God's right. gonna move. But I have to believe that every prayer that is in line with God's heart doesn't just go away, but it does fill up some bucket. When mm. the bucket hits a limit, God's like, I'm going to move, you know? Yeah. Good and analogy. So I, that's what I try to think of it as, which allows me to maybe pray more generically and just trust that God does hear it. Uh, he does know what's going on. I just never know how big his bucket's going to be for mm -hmm. each individual request. Um, so I just know I want to be a part of filling that bucket up. Tim, agree, disagree, you know, tweak it. Like, how do you... I like your analogy of the, the bucket and our prayers dropping in the bucket. And, and again, I, that's not a biblical illustration, mm, but, yeah. but it makes biblical sense. We see that working its way out in the prayers of the saints in the New Testament. Mm. And for me, I, I think, again, I'll go back to what I said earlier. It's not an either or. It's a both and. God wants us to pray generically for larger groups of people, yep. smaller groups of people, but also specific prayers for specific things or yep. specific people. Specific. That is yeah, a hard, hard to word say. to hard say. say. We've had a few words like that today, yeah. uh, this week, this month. I like yeah. that. It's, we're, we're bumbling fools. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us today, listeners. Please come back next time when we answer a question, how should the church interact with the world? 